0: Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. We've all gone to the doctor and, and told him or her what's going on, and we leave really going like, ugh, why didn't listen to me? How come I didn't get the right help I needed? Blah 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 blah. Lane Van out allows you to actually help you get better from a long-term perspective, so you understand exactly what the problem is. Over a 90-minute interview with her, 90 minutes, she understands your past health history, your current health history, and also how to help you with labs, for example, too, to get the bottom, the root cause of your overall problem, maybe gut health, maybe hormone balance, maybe whatever you're feeling, how do you find the root cause? How do you spend enough time with you to understand that? In her her founding of LB Wellness, she goes through exactly, what, exactly how to help you understand exactly what's going on in your body and get to the root cause by, again, by doing labs, by understanding the science behind what's going on. As a nurse, an active nurse right now, she understands exactly how to communicate with you. so you understand exactly how to get yourself healthy and over time get yourself better by maybe trying supplementation, maybe maybe trying a different diet for one too. But once you find the root cause of your problem, it's easier to treat versus getting blown off, telling your labs are normal, everything's gonna be okay. So in this talk, we talk about, again, the highlight's gonna be exactly what her bio is and how she got into being a functional health clinician and founding of LV Wellness, understanding exactly how hormone imbalance occurs, what you're going to feel and how to correct that, Along with gut health, what does that mean? What you're going to feel when you have gut health problems? How to correct it with supplementation and or not, and how to get yourself overall healthy long term, and understand how to stay healthy long term. The range does a takeaway at 28 minutes, but overall, you're going to understand through this talk. Okay, what's it take to understand my body? How to get healthy? Find the right clinician meaning Lane will help you with that for 1-2 so you understand how to keep your body healthy long-term for the rest of your life. So enjoy talk, my friends. Again, highlights Has Shows to the Highlight video for 1-2, watch that. Listen to the overall podcast. On well, the previous podcast, watch as a video or a podcast format. And enjoy the rest of the week, and I'll see you next week. Let's
1: see. Again, another show with that Crooked Spine show. I'm Dr. Tony. This is Lane Van Lieshout. She, LV for short. LV? Wellness. LB Wellness for short, Um, we're here to talk about when your doctor tells you everything is normal, but you still have, you still feel something's going on, it's not your normal self. How do we understand what that feeling is? Because you know your body people, okay, you've had it longer than most doctors that see you have had it. So what I understand is as a functional medicine clinician, ladies that allow people to understand why they feel unwell, okay? In that sense of, we talk about our topics that will be hormone imbalances, what, why does it cause fatigue? Why does it cause sleepiness? Why does it cause brain fog? Also gut conditions. How does it cause bloating, gas pains, things like that for one, two. Also I'll talk about, two is everything is normal, but why? And again, our main topic for one, two. And how is stress impacted or affected or affected by cortisol, hormones, and also metabolism? And over uh, short-term, long-term stress and how it affects your overall body. Last topic will be two, navigate through your hormone balances and how it affects your overall guts and links back to that. So start at the top for one, two. Uh, LB, how do we understand where your background is? Go ahead, to step first.
2: Yeah, so I'm a nurse practitioner. I've worked as an MP for over 30, not 30, three years. And I've been in the hospital medicine world, so acute care, very sick Mm -hmm. patients. Um, I have additional background in the medical field as a whole for about 13 years. So I've worked with a lot of people who are, you know, really struggling with their health. And over the past several years, I really started diving into functional medicine. Um, Really, it led me there because of my own health struggles Mm -hmm. and just kind of realizing, you know, some of the areas. that our traditional medical system falls short in and so started my formal training in that as well and now i work with clients to help them get to the root cause of their symptoms or their disease processes because that's really what functional medicine is all about is you know root cause medicine and so Getting to the root cause is really how we heal. It's understanding what led to the condition and the situation that you're in now. And so I work with my clients in a stepwise approach to address the imbalances that we discover that are contributing to their issues with a goal to either reverse certain dynamics or prevent disease progression or disease development in the first place.
1: And when you do that, how do you start them out? Do you do an assessment through blood work, through an imaging, through a consultation? How do you usually start that?
2: Yes. So it starts with an initial console. So I spend about 90 minutes on that initial consult. We go through their health history. So a pretty detailed health history, a collection of data, what they've been through, what their current struggles are, what their past struggles are, what medications are they on What medications did they used to be on you know it goes back really really far what traumas have they had it's really like a holistic approach in that and that's really what starts the puzzle piecing on my part so like how are things connected and what led to what and you know what was maybe the inciting or triggering event and that's that gives us that clarity that broad picture overview And that's what guides us, you know, moving forward. So once we have that information, we know what labs are going to give us the best information or tell us the most. What labs should we pursue because of that? And then looking at the labs will create a custom protocol, depending on what we find and the symptoms that they're struggling with. And also you have to take into account people's preferences. You know, there's not, not a one size fits all program. And that's, you know, one of my philosophies is everybody is very unique and so every protocol will be a little bit different although there may be some trends in certain things you've got to take the whole person into consideration for sure
1: Well, you're spending 90 90 minutes was so 90 minutes not 15 like you would with a general practitioner you'll understand someone's overall not only their health their family history their like you said their preferences to what they like to do and what they've gone through they're saying their whole life history
2: yes so it's extremely different than a 15 minute approach or console, you know, that is such a short window of time. Like, how can you understand what this person's been through? And I've always loved the hospital. So that's where most of my background is. It's not in the office setting. So I'd never had like the 15 minute time limit, but I still have very busy days where my time is, you know, there's not a number limit on it, but it's still limited if I want to get my work done. And so you know is, is still quite a factor and you know unfortunately insurance is what drives that you know how many encounters can you have per day and that's how insurance drives the show pretty much
1: it's almost like when you talk about medicine in general they're there for emergency cases figure out what's going on the big see if you want you have a problem today you're there to help them understand okay the problem that you have is still there let's figure out the bigger picture of how to make that problem go away that root cause not root cause the problem by doing, spending the time with someone, understanding what their, what, their, what their time for them to actually heal would be. When you talk about hormone imbalances and things like that, how do you usually diagnose that? How's that diagnosed?
2: So you you use symptoms, they're very telling. So the symptoms guide the test. And one of the major hormone tests, I mean, first of all, full thyroid panel is very important. So not just the TSH, you want the and, TSH. And what, what,
1: for for my, my lay people patients, what is a th- what's a thyroid for and what is a TSS for? TSA for
2: TSH. So the TSH is a brain hormone that's you know produced by the brain that tells your thyroid to produce more or less hormone. And so it's like a um it's a negative feedback cycle. So if there's more TSH and it's gonna produce more thyroid hormone. Now I'm getting confused. Talking through it is so complex. Well,
1: but- well when I talk to patients about it, your your body's meant to self-regulate. When it's under stress, it'll produce hormones that make your overall body more stressed and almost almost feed itself for sometimes to over over chronic condition, you've had it more than say for example a couple months now your body's made your body change your hormone levels so your thyroid's able to self-regulate at a certain point but over time it gets fatigued exhausted then that's why they sometimes medically they're going to want you to take hormone therapy or now adjust it uh, artificially versus fixing the root cause of what's causing stressor to that thyroid
2: yes and that's one thing i like to bring up too mm-hmm. is our bodies can compensate they are so smart Mm -hmm. they can withstand a lot of different things a lot of stress and especially short-term stress so that's kind of where the acute versus chronic stress comes in Uh, an acute stress response is for survival purposes we need that we need that ability but we have a lot of chronic stress in our daily modern world and you know that's pandemic related just other modern world stuff related it's not pretty much affects everybody and so when we get in that chronic stress state with that those chronically elevated stress hormones that then impacts other hormones it's all like a revolving door and so it does get to a point where your body can't compensate and cover up the imbalances anymore they start showing up as symptoms
1: so it's almost whatever stress level someone can handle normally it gets above that level and their body's hormones will become off or if you want to call it imbalance to now maintain that higher level of to handle that better stress, even though it's not handling it, it's dealing with it versus actually doing it in a healthy way.
2: Yes, so uh. it's it is making it is compensating, it's doing what it has to do to continue functioning, but it does have consequences at the end of the day, you know, and it will start showing up and you will start feeling it symptom wise if it goes on for too long uncorrected.
1: What's the symptom someone has when they have it more a chronic condition like that becomes more chronic?
2: like with stress in general
1: or with with hormone imbalances in general
2: yeah so you know any chronic stress Again, can lead to any hormone imbalance. It particularly affects your cortisol. So when your cortisol, it initially may be high. That's again the compensatory survival mechanism. But over time, your body is going to reduce that cortisol level for survival long term. And symptoms of low cortisol might be dizziness with standing or extreme fatigue, even during the day, no matter how much you've slept. Or sometimes your cortisol cycles are off. So they'll peak at night and be low in the day when it should be the opposite. And so a lot of people might have insomnia. They may have You know, issues with their weight, whether it's weight loss or weight gain, sometimes um, low libido and hair can be affected, skin can be affected, um, just to name a few. But then that can go on to further affect your thyroid, which is then when you might see, you know, more weight gain, dry, brittle hair, coarse hair, um, trouble losing weight, um, constipations really common as well, cold extremities, um, just to kind of name some of the big ones.
1: And when someone gets through, gets put on, for example, hormone balancing therapies and medications, how does that, if you want to call it, affect them short-term, long-term? Does that actually help the problem or is it something to where it's more of a Band-Aid?
2: It's more of a Band-Aid for sure. And it kind of depends on what triggered the thyroid imbalance and which likely can often be trace back to stress, nutrient depletion, or like toxins even can, can mm-hmm. affect the thyroid. Um, like fluoride, for example, can mimic iodine, which has an impact on the thyroid. So um, your question was what, again?
1: Well, that, that's what it comes down to is really what, what makes your overall oh. body become more stressed on that for one too. Uh, a lot of what you're saying too, a lot of it is, is our body will start to adjust in a negative way until yeah. we find the root cause medications that sometimes doctor giving us will almost make our body self-regulate to make it the problem even worse sometimes
2: yes so yeah that's what i was eventually going to say that then i forgot completely where i was going but yeah so we can the thyroid hormone ex, exogenous thyroid hormone can be helpful in short-term situations um it also depends like are you getting t3 or t4 or both and so that the t4 is what our or yeah the t4 is the active hormone and so Or the T3 is the active hormone. So it really depends on what medication you're getting and then how is your body converting that to the active form. And so it's really dependent on each person's biology and how they process things and what they need specifically. And people can come off of thyroid medicine if you start to correct the imbalances that led to it in the first place.
1: Well, the problem is you may go to your medical doctor or your general practitioner and go like, hey, how do I get off my med- my hormonal therapy? They're like, um, I don't know. I put you on there. It's not my job to take you off. No. Yeah. So the problem is you're going to someone like Lane who is a specialist in this to help you understand, okay, I've been for a long time. I'm not seeing results. I want guts. Now I've read the long-term side effects of being on hormone medication, such as cancer. At that point, how do I not give this up? Talking to someone like Lane allows you to actually understand there's a different way to do this so your body can get healthy without the medications.
2: Mm-hmm. And so medications can be very useful in short-term situations like with thyroid imbalance, because that can help you feel a lot better. Uh, but what you always want, the goal is to keep digging deeper and deeper so that you don't require medications if possible long-term.
1: And also to going from medications and affecting how it affects the overall body, how is gut health affected with overall health?
2: So gut health uh, is directly linked to overall health. and Um, It comes down to with gut health in general, we're talking, you know, how's your stomach acid? How is your digestion and absorption and bringing the nutrients on board from your food? How are you putting those nutrients into yourself or the processes like energy and hormone conversion and all those things for detoxification even? And then we also think about microbial balance. So your natural gut flora, how is the balance there? Because that can get thrown off from stress from medications especially antibiotics but a lot of other medications can affect it too um, because they act as inflammation Um, toxins themselves can have an effect on the gut lining as well so we really um also with food sensitivities and you get concerned when you start having like leaky gut for example is a growing condition that we're you know recognizing more and more and what happens with that is your gut barrier it should be intact and semi-permeable so things can go out of it as the body desires but only certain things and then when those cells get uh, more gaps in between them and the, the integrity of that barrier is broken that's when byproducts of food and my and the microbial byproducts they can cross over into the systemic body they can target tissues like your joints or your skin your thyroid even your brain and that's when a lot of symptoms show up like joint pain or arthritis even autoimmune conditions like autoimmune thyroid rheumatoid arthritis and it can affect your mental health a lot as well it can Create um, what we call leaky brain. That's not a technical term, but because it also crosses the blood-brain barrier, some of those byproducts it can cause that lack in energy, the the decreased concentration, mental health imbalances like anxiety and depression too.
1: It almost makes your body, your intestinal lining, your stomach lining, even even going back to going higher up, when your when your lining gets worn out, where it can't move, where it can't allow things to not come in it's almost a filter you lose that filter now you are eating even though it can be broken down some of those byproducts become more like an infection in your body you can show up like arthritis brain fog um, rheumatoid arthritis for one two and other issues in your body that they may seem more medical but again it's because your lining isn't working properly do medications a lot of medications certain ones even hormone therapy um destroy the lining or how what is how's the lining if you want to call it broken down where it becomes a a non-filter
2: so uh, certain medications that contribute to that are ssri so like common antidepressants and those have an impact on your microbial flora as well Um, NSAIDs are a big one too. And while we're on this topic, I actually made a a resource for the listeners that kind of goes into a little bit more of things to avoid for your gut health and NSAIDs is on there. Um, just because it does cause inflammation, it can lead to gastritis, which is more of a worst case scenario and ulcers. Um, but it can have smaller impacts as well, that still have like a lot of effects just in different ways. Um, low vitamin D for example, is another. You know, having a load in that nutrient can contribute to leaky gut and the breakdown of that barrier. We see issues with, um, How about, so, for
1: example, treatments for um the COVID or for COVID treatments for one, two, the last say few months or even a couple of years. Has that medication people have been on for that um, allowed the gut become more leaky? It allowed the body to kind of break itself down faster.
2: Um, that's interesting. I'm not sure really. I have not heard anything necessarily, but also have not really had to look into that, thankfully, Um, but I'm sure any COVID in general, having any illness or infection, that is a physiological stress. So that itself without medications can certainly contribute to gut issues as well and causing that barrier to break down.
1: A lot of it is when people just don't feel well, they've been sick for a while here and there. Now they need to, almost a good mention, get something to now build that gut up. How do you, how do you, how do you, one thing, test the gut Then from there, how do you now build a backup? What do you do to get that filter working again?
2: Yeah. So especially if people are having a lot of gut symptoms or you suspect some autoimmunity because autoimmunity can always pretty much always be traced back to the gut as a factor. Not saying it's the only factor, but it is a factor and you... I often do stool tests. So a comprehensive stool analysis, that'll tell us what's overgrown, what's undergrown. So like what, what is our balance and where are our good and bad bacteria? Um, how's our inflammatory process in the gut? Are we inflamed? Are, are we clearly reacting to something? It doesn't necessarily tell us what it is. Although um, one marker does tell us about gluten specifically. And so might need to remove gluten or other foods that, are molecularly similar to gluten, like other grains or corn, even if it's just temporarily so that we can promote that healing process and reduce that inflammation. So you wanna remove any sensitivities that you know of, any toxins, rebalance you know, the microbiome and get you know the good and bad bacteria kind of back to where they were meant to be and address any overgrowths if you have to. And there are some supplements that are like, they are antimicrobial like herbs and stuff. So I don't prescribe medications in my functional medicine role. Um, I think that there's a lot of good supplements that we can kind of use in place of some of these things and lifestyle factors, of course. Um, and then there's other medications or other supplements that help repair and coat that stomach and intestinal lining. Again, that helps build that mucus barrier back up. And then if we, we may need to do probiotics too, to kind of re-inoculate some of the good strains.
1: mean, well, a lot of these are giving someone a chance to heal their inside body. So what they feel is a symptom allows them to feel better but knowing that they're fixing the inside not just another band-aid
2: yes and so you know i I never want someone to be on 20 supplements for life either like nobody wants that and so supplements should also be short term if Mm -hmm. if possible there are cases where you may need long-term supplementation but you know just for example if you have low stomach acid and you're therefore not absorbing your b12 we can supplement b12 all day but that doesn't fix the problem and so it's all about well you know, let's address our stomach acid. Why is it low? Let's re rebalance whatever we need to so that the stomach acid gets back to normal. Then therefore we can absor- absorb our nutrients
1: again. It's almost our body knows how to self-regulate, but if, if we keep adding more B12 at that one's like, well, I don't have to make anymore. I'm good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm good for a while here. You know, Yeah. I know it. that's not good. That's not because the problem is once you do that, other parts of your body's system gets broken down and becomes more has to change its physiology now you go okay now what else can help we compensate here and here and here and also mm-hmm. I, I i read before too how does vitamin a um, help to help or hurt the stomach lining vitamin a supplementation mm-hmm.
2: i'm not familiar with that concept exactly I'm other so- than with it being a fat soluble vitamin if you're low in other fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin D, for example, which a lot of people are, especially in the winter, especially in certain states when you're not getting that sun exposure. And, you know, vitamin D has these implications and immune health for sure, but it also acts as a pro-hormone and therefore affects your thyroid and other hormone balance. And so vitamin A and D and E and K are all fat-soluble. So they all, if you're low in one, you're likely low in in another. So sometimes doing a combination supplement is is a good idea, just because if you do vitamin D or K- D three K two by itself, you can actually kind of deplete some of the other fat soluble vitamins. Um, but specifically with vitamin A alone, I'm not sure.
1: Well, a lot of it is too. Like I mentioned to you, when you have a complex of vitamins minerals in your body, why when it gets depleted, why not kind of get it all set up again too? So you're back here, then you can self regulate here with your foods, with your lifestyle. Once you're there, that point when someone gets to where they feel pretty good, they're like, okay, I'm on track now and you've retested them for one, two, their stool, their blood, whatever it is. How do you now help them maintain that healthier state?
2: Well, sometimes you can even do like a supplement vacation and just see kind of what happens and slowly reintroduce the ones we think we need. You can even retest at that point and see where we are. Um, but as much like, food as medicine as possible is like always you know what i would prefer and you know getting out in the sun get the natural vitamin d that way all of those things
1: well when you when you have that okay once i'm here now now lb wellness has allowed me to get to my healthier state did you help them kind of maintain that over time or go you're good get the heck out of here i got someone else to see
2: um, so I typically work with my clients for about six months, just because that's a pretty standard time, uh, for a lot of people anyway, to really get to the bottom of a lot of things and set them up for that longevity, that resiliency. And right. so they may be good after that. They may just need, you know, a checkup every now and then, in which case maybe we would like schedule once a year or have labs redrawn once a year. But there's certainly cases where they're going to need longer, close one-to-one, um, contact with me and like coaching and seeing what we need to tweak. It really is, you know, case by case basis, especially with autoimmunity, it might take longer than six months. Or if if it's something that's a little bit, you know, has not been going on for quite as long and they've seen great progress in that six months, they may feel like they have been, you know, prepped and ready to handle it on their own because they've made the lifestyle changes already that they can continue to carry out.
1: Well, a lot of it is too. I think a lot, and, and as I've done more more interviews too, is your body has, for example, once you see, once you once you see, Lane and find, talk to her, you've gone through the medical. My my would call rigor At that point, you've gone through all the systems of. Now you're like, okay, they did not help me. I've been here for six months a year, put a bunch of medications. Now my body's even worse. Now I feel worse. What that's going on? They come to you, they're broke their body's broken. So at that point, when your body's broken, it's learned to make that your normal. So now you have to change your default to higher state. That takes at least 3 months, minimum, I'm going to say minimum 6 months when you're that broken inside to get your body to reset, recalibrate itself, get this its immune system back to normal where you can then you can maintain that with with a, with easier lifestyle changes versus supplementation versus testing for one thing, you almost have to go down a valley to get back out of there
2: yeah for sure and that's where i think functional medicine is so wonderful because yes these people a lot of people have been to multiple specialists Mm -hmm. i was in that situation too and i'm not saying they're not helpful but like what did what what are they doing to reverse the process or dig deeper? Like we do in functional medicine. Like, yes, they may give some valuable information. Yes, they are brilliant people. Um, but it's all about getting to the root and setting up for that long-term success. So hopefully you don't need a specialist in the future. Yes.
1: Well, even when I tell my patients, you become your best doctor yourself. Now you understand, okay, if I have a question. I, I can call Lane, but if not, now I know where to find the resources and you know, and now I, now I know what normal feels like when I'm off, I'll try this not but I, I can do it naturally versus going to my doctor okay doc what kind of medication i get this time you know like you said medication is great short term and that's a great short term but long term is your body really working properly or not that's the biggest thing
2: yeah and you know something you mentioned in the beginning was you know you're told that you're fine and then everything's mm-hmm. normal and like, go on your way and that is like one of the most most frustrating things to me because i've been there and every day at the hospital i all i feel like i've been that provider too your Mm -hmm. labs are normal go home and back it's like oh gosh (laughs) like the thing is like just like you said you know your body best and Mm -hmm. i always preach that to my clients too like you'll you know your body better than i ever will better than any other provider ever will Mm -hmm. you are in your body every day obviously and Mm -hmm. so when something's not right that's when these warning signs come up as symptoms so maybe it's fatigue you know bloating these the stomach discomfort trouble thinking or skin inflammation bowel irregularities whatever it may be they're all signals from the body that's trying to communicate to you that something is off and even if they're not showing up in labs quite yet that doesn't mean that everything's normal
1: and so well, so do- when, when, you're, when you're talking about okay when, when you when you check someone out of the hospital for one or a, a private office no one asks any other do you ask do you feel like i helped you because the problem is someone may go yes but not what i wanted not an expectation and sometimes we may meet that but when you give someone a short term hey here's medication you take this for three days if you don't feel good come back again they're like uh another time uh another time i had a patient go take her mom to the hospital and pneumonia end up bringing lung cancer mm-hmm. but they had checked her out said, and he was an ENT, and he said and we're going to hold off in here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a chest X-ray and a CT. So they're like, okay, whatever. They go, oh, we missed this. So they're hoping for the best, obviously. Obviously, medical care. We need medical care. We need hospital care. We need emergency care. But when it goes beyond that, how do you find someone like Lane to help you get navigate your process of getting to a healthier state and maintain that over time?
2: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, of course, we definitely need emergency care. We need acute yes. care. We have to have stabilization for, you know, life-saving measures, limb, organ-saving measures. But again, it all goes back to well, what led to this, you know, injuries and accidents are different. But when it comes to like, you know, internal illnesses, you've got to start addressing the root cause that sets you up to have that problem in the first place. And, you know, just take in A look deeper and deeper, and you know, tracing things back further and further until you can start that healing process and hopefully not have that issue long term.
1: Well, a lot of this, too, is and again, spending and and one to that, yes, but also committing yourself, you're the person, the patient, the client. Hey, it's going to take six months. I'm gonna have to tell Lane everything I've gone through my last, say, 30, 40, 50 years that I've gone through to make sure he understands my health history to give me the right reason to take supplements to do this proper test so i get myself long-term healthier for next 50 years make sure i enjoy a better quality of life where i can maintain on my own
2: yes exactly and that's where like a lot of the functional lab work comes in and doing like the, the deep dive consult with the 90 minute um time frame is having that information is powerful it's not just You know, here's what we know, this is what we're going to do, it's, you know, that for the rest of your life, you can take that information with you to any provider in the future and use that to advocate for yourself, you know, especially if it's, if you feel like you're not being listened to or heard or taken seriously by other providers, you know, you have that information to use, you know, as a resource.
1: You're almost educating people to allow them to become, again, more more of self-confident, they know their body better.
2: You yes. What the, what
1: the body needs to stay naturally healthy versus rely on everything else that sometimes they get put on medication, they they go down the rabbit hole and they can't get out of it.
2: Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, our modern world makes it really hard to be healthy. There's a lot of things that we, you know, that are ingrained in us, you know, over the years growing up, and just practices and traditions and just what mm-hmm. we used to cook with, for example, the foods we grew up eating, and just things that have kind of carried over into like adulthood. It's all about, you know, seeing where, how we were set up, you know, we weren't really set up for success, but if you kind of take it, you know, lean into it as I do have this power, I do hold this power and Mm -hmm. I have control over what I choose to put in and on my body and, you know, what I get exposed to on a daily basis. I mean, we have a lot of control. We don't have all control by any means. There's tons of toxins that we're exposed to on a daily basis. We can't avoid it all, but we can control certain things.
1: I think a lot of it is we we can't live in a bubble, right? But can we make our body strong enough, immune system strong enough, gut strong enough, our hormones balanced enough to handle the stressors of our day, of our life, our environment, so we can maintain that state of health even when we're under stress. At that point, we can recover a lot faster also. I mean, I I come out of my office every afternoon uh, for lunch and and after my afternoon shift, and there's McDonald's about two doors down. There's like at least six, seven cars in that line every day. I go, mean, you guys are killing yourselves every day. Most yeah. people, I think they don't want to listen until they have a health condition. And then sometimes they will go, well, the doctor said this, I'm going to go with this. And they go down that rabbit hole and become another victim of that long-term bad health. Mm-hmm. So, anything yes. else I missed on for your, for your second podcast, my first show with <laughs> you?
2: I don't know. I don't think so. I think we covered a lot of good stuff.
1: Good, good. What, what do you want people to understand from my audience To help them connect with you what's your takeaway
2: i would say you again you know your body best and you can and should advocate for yourself so if you know something's wrong then you're you know something's off balance even if you don't know what it is Mm There are people who will listen to you. And if you feel like you're not your provider's not taking you seriously or you're not being heard or you really think you need more detailed care, then don't be afraid to look elsewhere. And that's Good. where I think functional medicine, integrative medicine, medicine is you know, really wonderful. So mm-hmm. listen to your body, listen to your symptoms, don't brush them under the rug and just know that like healing is possible. You can get past this. You can support your body through these problems.
1: Good. And I like that because once you do the nine minute consult with Lane, it's going to understand, okay, I need more help than I'm getting from my medical doctor because I have this problem that's not going away. Right, Right. Right. Good. 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 Anything else?
2: I think that's it. But again, with that resource that I made, so if you go to my website, so it says lbwellnessconsulting.com. Okay. And then at the top toolbar on the right, you'll see a free gut health guide. So that goes over you know, a little bit about how important gut health is and a few things that you should start paying attention to that maybe you should reduce or avoid in your life. And then some things that you can start adding in to support that healthy gut
1: what I'll do is add it to the show notes after we finish our talk. At that point, we'll have that resource as a comment and also on our on YouTube channel and everything else we got to do. All right. Yes. One last wait for the camera because I got to do this every time I come in. Thank you. For <laughs> and then I'll, I'll end the broadcast right now. We'll talk afterwards.
2: All right. Sounds good.